This is a Many Pathways production. Hello and welcome to How Do You Mind, the podcast that talks about mental well-being and self-care. I'm your host, Jodie Patterson, and today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome? Well, it's the feeling that you don't deserve your success, or you aren't qualified to be doing what you're doing. It shows up in many different scenarios, but the most popular example is public speaking. Sure, we all get nervous speaking in front of a crowd of people, but imposter syndrome is when you don't feel qualified enough to be the one speaking in front of those people. For me, my imposter syndrome comes out when people ask me questions. I often defect the question away from myself because I don't feel like I'm the right person to answer, even if I'm the only person in the room who knows anything about that subject. There's also the issue of never feeling like I'm doing the right thing or enough for work when I know what I'm doing and I'm definitely doing enough. I'm not the only person who suffers with imposter syndrome. I spoke to my friend Julie about her experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's probably more common in women than men. Like, I've heard there's a lot of cases where, you know, they'll look for an expert in something and there's a woman who's hugely qualified and she'll go, oh, but no, I have to be an expert in it. But I wouldn't say I'm an expert. Like, I've, I've got a doctor in it or I've got I'm a professor of it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm an expert. Um, and then, but some bloke who, like, knows nothing is like, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. I think I'm probably more on the, like, bloke giving it a go side. But, yeah, I mean, I've... I'm training to do, uh, I'm studying psychology with counselling skills. So counselling, you know, like sitting there with someone and luckily a lot of the counselling is kind of non-directive. So it's kind of based on the idea, well, you know your own brain better than I do. So let's, I'm going to ask questions and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's still a responsibility. Someone's still coming to you because they want help with something. And that's quite, like the other day um we were in class and I was talking with some people who are parents and I was like I'm not qualified I'm not a parent but then I kind of I thought about it a bit and my I talked to my tutor about it and she was like well do you think you've been a kid and you 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 could give that side of it and that can sometimes be hugely valuable to a parent because they're maybe you know 30 40 years older than their child and they what's it like nowadays and I can say well as a kid who grew up in the internet age I can tell you xyz and that might help you know allay some fears or worries in their head and that could be hugely valuable so um, it's it's probably something I'm actively working on but I suppose it's maybe um I would I would never want to go in thinking oh I can definitely you know sort I'm 100% uh, I can you know I can do this it's not very me anyway but I think a little bit of it <laughs> A little bit of it is good, but obviously not to any great degree where it starts stopping people from, you know, speaking on a subject that they are hugely knowledgeable about. Yeah, it's like that whole, like, being modest is good, but not thinking you can do it at all is the other end that's bad. I've been looking into it, and one of the ways that they often use to combat it is by visualising success. So if you're visualizing what your end point is and what you want your success to be, you're more likely to overcome your imposter syndrome. Wow, that's really interesting. That's, that's <laughs> nice to know there's actually a, like a kind of cure, a treatment, a, a, a method to give people. So 
We've talked about suffering with imposter syndrome, but how do we overcome imposter syndrome? As with everything, there is no one way that works for everyone. I've written out a few tips that may help you. Tip number one, talk about it. A problem halved is a problem shared, right? If nothing else, sharing your fears with close friends and relatives, even work colleagues, can leave you feeling lighter and ready to take on a new challenge. The other benefit is that they might have some advice for you that helps you overcome your imposter syndrome. They may even have some really brilliant advice that helps you tackle other things like anxiety. Tip number two, learn that it's okay to fail. Failure can feel intimidating, and it's often the reason we develop imposter syndrome in the first place. You know, fear of failing is a big part of imposter syndrome. Well, I'm here to tell you that failing isn't only okay, but it is a fantastic way to learn. If you spend your whole life not trying because you're too scared of failing, you won't achieve half of what you want to in your life. So overcome the fear to fail, and imposter syndrome will be easier to tackle. My third and final tip for you is visualize your success. If you really want something, you're gonna go for it no matter how you're feeling. So start visualizing what success is for you. Once you've figured that out, the stepping stones to get there will seem so much easier. Those are the things that are currently helping me get over my own imposter syndrome, but they won't work for everyone. If you are really struggling with this, please do some Googling, find articles with other solutions to help guide you through it. I've also written more about it on my website, jodiepatterson.com, if you fancy checking it out. That's all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you hear, you can support us on Buy Me A Coffee. That'll be linked in the description. If you have any topics you would like me to cover on this podcast, please reach out to me. The email address is howdoyoumindpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, have a nice week and I'll catch you next time.